At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, and what we all are right now, just fans. I'm Shane Bacon with Max Homa, and you are listening to Get a Grip, episode nine. And Max, you had yourself a day today, <laughs> uh, a different, uh, a different way to go about uh, the 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 coaching golf swing. Yeah, I drove. Uh, woke up at five. <laughs> drove four hours to the desert, the other desert uh, in Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Uh, hit balls for two hours with my coach, and then drove four hours home. <laughs> and then you got- touch anything and you guys you were telling me that there was that the sanitation was taken oh, to a new level he stayed six to eight feet away from me he <laughs> filmed with his phone and then like showed it to me from afar i had to like kind of tell him when to stop he would send that video to my to my phone uh, at one point he had to touch my bag and he rolled up or he pulled down his sleeves to he was trying to show me a, a motion push that i used one divot uh, mix to fill in the divot and it wasn't enough. And he had already held the other one. So he then filled in the rest. <laughs> it was the weirdest day ever. I packed a sandwich for the drive home. Cause I didn't want to stop anywhere to get food. I mean, it was the most bizarre day ever. <laughs> it was, it was an appropriate way to get a golf lesson. It was. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's again, just like the last couple we've done been a bit of a different week. We're all handling this, dealing with this. I've had a, a weird day. Just, mentally trying to you know kind of wrap my head around this kind of globally which is never good because then a little bit bigger <laughs> yeah. than you are you have a feel good friday we typically save this towards the end I, I need it i need something feel goody just to preface shane walked into uh the house and looked pretty bummed out and you are one of the most positive people i've ever disheveled. seen you look disheveled you look stressed you didn't look your chipper normal self so we're gonna start with the feel good friday and i have the best one i've had in a long 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 time maybe ever uh, my buddy Brian that I talked about that came out to Riviera to watch, who uh, unfortunately uh, 
had cancer. Nice. Got to ring the bell today. I saw it on Instagram. I got to text him. Super proud of him. Super stoked. It was very cool, too, because as I mentioned before, he uh, was best friends with our buddy who passed away from the exact same disease, uh, the exact same type of cancer uh, back in uh, when I, I was in college. And he has a very cool picture up on Instagram of him holding David's uh, jersey from uh, the high school basketball team that they played on. And he said, you know, we both got to ring the bell finally. And it was pretty cool. So that was nice. I needed a bit of good news. Yeah, it's for been sure. It's a bummer of a week or two, especially the last couple of days for whatever reason. So I thought that was a that was a very, very, very fitting way to cheer me up. Yeah, an opening shout out for very good reasons. See, there you go. I'm already smiling. Yeah, I already feel back. a little bit better about life <laughs> we and are back. humanity. And since we are both you know, for the most part, I'd say self-quarantined outside of doing these podcasts and even doing these in the video. By the way, a shout out to anybody that joined us over the weekend Gosh, watching the 2008 you guys are U.S. Open. We had we had like 65,000 people throughout the weekend jump 65,000 sickos. Sick weirdos. <laughs> us too. And including us watching the 2008 U.S. Open, the entire final round. We had ended up skipping up because like five and a half hours. <laughs> And we watched the entire playoff the next day on Sunday. So big thanks to you guys. There are more in the works as this continues to go. So we will keep you guys informed on social media about that. But you and I had discussed, you know, what can we do? Just the uh, two idiots, two people with very low IQs. What can we do for other people? And we were talking about, you know, the food banks around the country are really struggling. They need donations. They need money. They're feeding people that, you know, either got fired or, or can't get food. Kids aren't going to school. They're not getting, you know, a couple of meals a day. I, I heard a story. There's a food bank in South Carolina. It gets 450 families a week. It got 450 families in one day. So people need money. We have stickers. We get asked a lot about these Get a Grip stickers that we put together. How can we get one? And I just send them. I, I mail them to people. I simply ask, can you write a review? of the podcast is a thanks for sending it out. You know, it's an envelope, it's a stamp, whatever. Here's what we're going to do now. If you donate $5 to a food bank, any food bank, locally, you can go nationally, you can look up online which ones need it the most. They all need a little bit of help. If you donate $5 or more and you screen grab or text us to the Instagram, Get a Grip Instagram account, at Get a Grip Pod, that you did this, we will send you a sticker. That's as easy as it gets. Now, Max. This is where we get creative. We have these really cool limited edition. Very limited. Get a grip hats from our friends at Imperial. They sent us kind of a first run. Here's some hats. Check them out. Tell us what you think. I've probably got, I'll say, 15 to 20 of the smaller fit ones that are blue. I've got something in the 15 to 20 of just the regular white fit ones. And then I've got about 15 or 20 of the XL. If you got a big dome, like your (laughs) boy. Yours truly. (laughs) So, this is a little steep, but again, these are limited edition. And, and this is charity. Going, it's going it's to a good for cost. The, it's not for the hat. <laughs> for $75 donation to a food bank, if you do $75 or more, we will send you the hats until we're out, until we run out of these hats. So, for, it's an expensive hat, but again, it's going to a food bank. Find a food bank, donate $75 or more, screen grab that, send it to our Instagram account. Boom, we'll send you a hat. Now, things are only going to get better. If you donate $150 to a food bank, I am going to write a haiku or a limerick about the person that donated, and I'm going to incorporate some golfy, 
maybe podcast, Max Homa stuff in it. And Max is going to read, cold read, the haiku or limerick on the next podcast. Never seen it before. He has to read it cold. And we will give a shout out to you for doing that. And Max, you and I were talking about even going even a little bit. We're, we have a we have a big idea in the. So this was a, this. I'm going to let you. This was your idea. Now, now what you was set the, the price? price. The, the, the price you sent me was a thousand. I think we might need to up it just a little bit. Twenty five hundred. Let's do two thousand. Two thousand. Wait, which one's this for? The face or this is for this is for this is for the thing that got eighty percent of your cover on Golf Digest. So for twenty five hundred dollars. Fine. You're set, you're setting it. If somebody donates $2,500, I will shave my arms. And, 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 <laughs> and I will show you the bucket <laughs> that I fill, the multiple buckets I fill Wait, up. Wait, is it, you're thinking just one bucket? I, it's going to be multiple buckets. $2,500 donation. With a, a receipt. Needs to be a receipt. Need, need, Please, and, for and the love of God, don't, don't, don't fake this. Please, <laughs> this for the love of all of that is humanity, we need good stuff going on. We need a true donation. But if you out there, are feeling charitable and you want to donate to a food bank that needs the money, 2500 bucks. we will shave Max's arms and show it. Now, we are local Arizona guys. Um, there's, a, there's a website, azfoodbanks.org, you can go to to check it out. We'll we were, post uh, it on uh, Twitter. And we, we'll, the link. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll post cool. a few. We'll just post a couple of suggested links of places. We were looking, my sister and I were looking up, shout out Alicia, she's very helpful about stuff like this. We were looking up some of the poorest counties in the country. There's a food bank. Uh, it is msfoodnet.org. That's in Mississippi. That is a very, very, very poor area. But again, we'll post three or four suggested links to food banks. But anything you do, any food bank in the, in the country definitely could use it. We appreciate it. We're trying to have a little bit of fun and also help with donations. So there you go. A couple of positive. I'm smiling already. And listen, if, if like, again, we're, we're, we are all a community. We were just talking about this before we started. Uh, recording if you do anything meaningful good for somebody else that you feel is worth post it you can even just dm it to me i'll try to do something nice back for you guys whatever you may want me to do uh you can you can name your price uh and i'll I'll try and accomplish that i I have a few magazines of the the cover of the the hairy arm man uh still laying around i could write you a little note on that and 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 uh send it (laughs) to you but i just want to see people this is a tough time. I want to see people being nice to other people. I think this is one of those rare occasions where, um, you know, we are all kind of in this together across the entire globe. Doesn't matter your political views. Doesn't matter your race. Doesn't matter your nationality. We are all stuck in something. The virus does not care what you look like, speak like, or smell like. And it doesn't care how hairy your arms are. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you know, send send those my way or just do it out of the goodness of your heart, please. Because I, I love a pick-me-up. I, I am a little down the dumps about our uh, our society, especially uh, some of these people on spring break the last couple of weeks. So I'd goodness love to see some, some good Get stuff Get off go the on. beach, everybody. <laughs> just, again, the, we've said this on the last couple. There are literally four rules to follow. If you could just try to follow those four rules, it will help everybody out. And just a reminder, and just remember this. If you can remember this, this will help everybody out. This isn't about you at all. It's about a, an epidemic that we're all going through. And even if you're the healthiest human on the planet, something could happen to you that could happen to somebody else. And that is the problem. And that's what we're trying to deal with. So those are a couple positive things. Positive. Then we're going to roll right into something else, Max. I'm excited for this one. These are, uh, this was my idea since you. Uh, this is your best idea. So, ever. oh, wow. <laughs> best idea. So, uh, 
we are stranded. A lot of us are stranded in our homes, in our apartments. And the old, uh, the old adage, the, the old thing we always went off. And I just watched Castaway, so this really is topical to me. Cindy and I watched Castaway the other day. And they, the, Bill Simmons did a rewatchables about Castaway. It is such a rewatchable. When's the last time you saw Castaway? Dude, I haven't seen it in probably eight years. If uh, maybe Great before. throw it on the TV. It is a good movie. Yeah, so throw that one on. So I asked you to put down five things you would want Max Homa to have on a stranded island, and I want you to begin. I'm gonna, we're going to go back and forth. We can critique if you want, but I want your five things on a stranded island. What's your number one? And these are not in order of importance. These are just the five you would have. I realize uh, I got out of order. This, I love this idea. Your next idea is my favorite. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, I just so, so we're getting we've done, we've done an, or People have done a stranded on an island. What do you do? <laughs> Situations. So I want people to know that I didn't think that Shane made it up. All so right. I have this idea. This is perfect. And then I have another idea for you later. You should okay. write down with Lacey the five people that you would sleep with. It's famous. Okay. That's never <laughs> that's been done either. That's going to go well. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so wait. So did we say island or in a house? Like, are we going specific quarantine? Because that's like a big deal on my list. Um, I mean, you it's you do whatever you want. Okay. So am I doing all five? Uh, I want you to. Wait, go what are you, are you going island or are you going home? Well. Or do you have both lists? I, I have. I have a. I'll, I'll go regardless of island or home. It's. It's. I, and I wrote this in order on purpose because my wife did the exact same thing. It's either Scott, it's Scotty and Lacey. Okay. But Scotty. Okay. So f- let's like, just, you know what I'll Scotty. give you? Well, let's say family. F- family. Your family. But like definitely Scotty. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> so Scotty and Lacey, but, yeah, but, like, but you're saying Scotty's Scotty. the first. Yeah, there's two seats on the plane <laughs> to Sorry, get to Lace. this island. It's Scotty, because she literally said the exact same okay, thing. Okay, that's fine. How do you know she added me? She said, I definitely need Scotty. Now, now I have on my list Harlow. Did you say? Okay. Which is which is our, my dog. So we both love put our dogs on there. <laughs> well, so here's what I'm thinking. Henry can figure it out. Now, I'm thinking stranded. I wrote stranded island. So island. All right. I don't want Cindy and Henry to be on the island with me. I, I, I'm, I don't oh, that's, I, hey, I want, that's. I want them to be at the house. Safe. Safe. Very self Food. Safe. Water. I want to take the, you know, with the planes going down, I want them to be the one in the boat you. that gets safe. I love that. I'm still so, taking stuff. So I'm taking, I'm taking Harlow <laughs> okay, because cool, cool. Harlow will be happy on the island. Doesn't Are we care. on the same island by any chance? Uh, you know what? We'll say same island, but we never know we're on it. So I'm on like this the way west side and you're on the east oh side. Oh my God. Yeah. But, but we end up, it, you know, when we're 85, we're sitting around having a gin and tonic and we both realize. I can't wait for one. my, my east side rap to just outweigh your west side <laughs> rap, but neither of us know it. So we somehow escape and all of a sudden have a big beef um, so it's it's a little bit of a genie thing with this where we can we can go with kind of ridiculous stuff yeah oh yeah this is not um i'm i put strike anywhere matches because i watched castaway <laughs> really clever. took them a really long time to make a fire i'm not i i was in boy scouts early in my life i'm not sure i could go out in the backyard and make a fire I'm right no good now with like the flint or whatever it's called if i couldn't find it yeah, there's a there's restaurant no in Scottsdale way. called Flint. That's about as close as I could get, I think, yeah, to like I, using it. Flint yeah. correctly. So I'm going to go Strike Anywhere matches. And also, a little added bonus about Strike Anywhere matches, a lot of fun to strike. You can strike them on, really? you know, when you're around your house, you strike them on the wall, over there by the grill. But when you're on an island, These are the great. fun facts you get when you come to this podcast. Stri- strike Anywhere Who matches have- are way better than just regular matches. <laughs> way better. Way you better. Strike them anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. All right, so let's hear your second. Uh, my second, and this was very specific to being either stuck stranded in my house or on an island so since we are on an island i'm choosing a lob wedge just a swing just a chip around maybe chip some coconuts around i, I need it to to remain sane and, um, and you and it keep keep yourself sharp just in case you know a few years down the road i finally get 
picked up from this island, and obviously I'd still have my tour card. Uh, they need me. So what's the medical? What's the medical situation? If is stranded on an island? What if it just or, said lost? Just lost. Yeah, lost. Lo- out to not sea. The TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Next start TBD. Uh, that was like when uh, Popovich uh, put Duncan on the on the bench, and uh, he just said old. <laughs> that was one of my all time favorite Popovich moments. Uh, so a lot of which now I I uh, I had I battled with this. Between two things. I had basketball, and again, this isn't... But if you're on the island. This isn't going with the Wilson volleyball thing. I just think having a ball for so myself. So I, I thought football for a while, but because you could kind of throw a football and catch it. You know, like basketball, you can't really dribble a basketball in the sand. Yeah, but you could, like, lay on your back on the sand and shoot it in the air. <laughs> um, you could kick that it. You can use it as a soccer ball. There, I just, just get a soccer ball. You could use it as a basketball and shoot Fair. It. Maybe. You know what? You could be talking me into this. Soccer <laughs> ball might be the play. A little softer. I don't think – I feel like soccer balls don't deflate as fast. That might be incorrect. I just think that's made up. Yeah. You know what? Again, and, and also just a, just a caveat to mine is my it ball never, never deflates. It never deflates. That would, be, that would be me. I mean, Wilson never deflated. When he had – he stuck like <laughs> yeah. hair in it it's obvious and it was fine um so so i but i didn't go basketball i went with my kindle oh that's a really smart that's Un- a unlimited 21st books. century unlimited because see mine is a harry potter book and now i feel like an idiot oh man see that's so dumb you're gonna read this which one would you go with this is the, the last one it's the longest do you know the name of it right off the top of your head uh i'm blank is it not blank. goblet of fire what's the last no it's one? definitely hallows nice there you go sorry um, Drew a so, blank for a second. I'm so sorry. No, but you, all, all I thought the, you nailed it. All the Harry Potter fans. Out so, there. Um, so we we both have a book now. Mine, I've I've got. No, every you book. have all. Of I have every book. <laughs> yeah. now, I have no Wi-Fi, so it's the ones I've downloaded. But I would have, you know, as you know, as whatever happens to get me on. The as island, a spiteful be- person that I am, I hope that they all get wiped, and then you have to borrow my book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cell phone that doesn't work. This exactly, Kindle's useless. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll I'll go, going along with survival and things you'd need, a machete. Wow. <laughs> Going with a machete. Hey, how cool would that be? If this were to happen, it, obviously, worst case scenario, plane crash, you survive, fortunately, but you end up on, a, on an island. If somehow you your machete made it, like with you, didn't stab you on impact, like you kept it. That would be a really are you, cool Wait, move. you're assuming that I'm on the plane just carrying my machete? That's what I, you're, you're, you have uh, ma'am, ma'am, just, I, is it, a, is, is a machete okay in the overhead? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. TSA this, was real lazy. This bag's in the way and my machete won't fit. Hey, um, I'm just asking the question. No, no, no. So I've got a strike anywhere match, a machete, my Kindle with all my books and my dog Harlow. You've yeah. got a fourth to go. I feel like I need like a, uh, some sort of iPod music. Music, like I don't know how old school we're gonna get. I obviously a boombox wouldn't hold enough, so I'm just gonna go with whatever holds the most amount of music, so I could listen to. I, I think that would keep some iPod. Form of I think is a fair one. You know, okay. you, I mean, go old school, click wheel iPod. What, what was your first iPod? Do you remember? Like iPod one. Was it? Did it, would it have the click wheel or did it have the four buttons? Uh, it had a click wheel. So that was sick. it. So great. So sick. Do you remember the I first? Felt so cool. Uh, the, it was the coolest. It was one of the cooler moments of my life. Was when I would play my music. <laughs> And clip it on. And I would and remember the old ones. They had the how many how many songs so, you had oh, yeah. on it. Yeah, it'd be like two of three thousand seven hundred forty. <laughs> like I got so much. I got so yeah. many genres on yeah. this thing. And now I just like I can just listen to whatever I want. Yeah, anything in the world. I want. Anything in the world. There's, this, there's somebody who's joking. I think somebody on Twitter wrote this. Is like if somebody from fifty years ago showed up oh. at your house and they said. They said, then you said, what's the one thing you well, would tell them? Well, we'd kick them out because of the virus. <laughs> well, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> they don't come anywhere Please near don't my come door. in. Well, 50 years ago, maybe they're but okay. But I'd be listening to the best you, music. <laughs> you, go, you go, I have a device in my pocket that can access all the information in the world, and I use it to watch cat videos. Fair. That's so true. Fair. We, 
but you can find out all the information could, in which between I could, the cat videos. It, it's just a, so, uh, so last thing. I'll I have my go. last thing. That was your that wasn't your last pick, was it? No, this is my last one. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> Do you mind going through your four real yeah, quick? Yeah, sorry. Then... So I have uh, Scotty, maybe Lacey, Harry Potter book, which is obviously just the dumbest answer ever. <laughs> now, uh, a lob wedge for the sand, um, an iPod, click wheel, and my fifth and final, uh, my master's invitation, just in case I never get to play, <laughs> just so I can look at it here and there to remind myself I used to be somebody. <laughs> also, also a nice bookmark for your Harry Potter. Book. <laughs> also true. I'll just keep reading it. I could read Fred S. Ridley all day. <laughs> all what right. Is, what, what what is that? What's your fifth? Oh, that's just my master's yeah, invite. No, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, it was the 2020 masters. I could be the coldest person ever, and I wouldn't use your startup match to burn it to keep warm at all. I would, I would, I would hold that thing on until I died. So my last one. Now this is gonna. This we talk a lot about age. I don't think you went through this era. You might have. I mean, you're. I know you're, you're gonna bring a dinosaur. Person. That was a smart idea. I'm bringing my Dallas Cowboys starter jacket. Oh, those were. Hey, so th- that's cool that you grew up when they were popular because they've made an entire comeback for sure. And, and then oh, maybe died off so, again. So my I got the half zip Cowboys. Oh one yeah. My dad got me for Christmas. They're kind of always shorter at the bottom. Way They're shorter so and sick. super bad. You let your top. shirt fly. Way long under yeah, it. That, now, that's obviously fashionable now, too. Yeah, it's a long shirt so under your sick. thing. And then if you remember, Jimmy and the crew <laughs> and then Switzer went to Apex was the brand. They went away from Starter. So then I got the Apex Cowboy nice. jacket. Well, which one are you picking? Sideline. But I'm going Starter for sure. I'll have to go Starter. Gotta go Starter. Starter is so you can tight. use it. At, you could use it as a pillow. Yeah. You can, obviously, you get cold. And anytime, let's just say you get picked up in 10 years, it might have made its way back around for the They'd third be like, time. This guy has a, God, this this guy's got a Starter jacket. Do they have Amazon Prime on, on this <laughs> island? Yeah. What if my side of the island, Amazon Prime, and yours didn't? And you never knew it. Hey, that'd be a huge bummer. Now, now I'm passing a starter jacket for something that almost made the cut, which was unlimited bottled water. Okay, well, yeah. Listen, listen like, I'll bring a Brita and then filter out the ocean water that I'm surrounded by. So, yeah, Brita is actually a really good idea. A Brita filter. Although, although Tom Hanks taught me how, that coconuts have water in them. And you can, I'll and you, yeah, yeah. And I have my lob wedge, so I'll just be beating that. You know what? There. Actually, I didn't think about that. I didn't do the machete, but you could use your lob wedge. Oh, yeah. With you your swing speed, you could chop down a whole tree. You could use it as a weapon. We already know you could break in half and stab people. Well, that's I, one of your go-to I moves. I think I could. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Um, so what was the thing you were talking about? Okay, so this is my all-time favorite idea. Come Let's up. go. Uh, you said we should just pick our five favorite college basketball players of, of all time. All time. I, is it I time it. for it? I, I absolutely so, think it is. So I just want to say the reason we're doing this was, you know, we did a podcast last week, <laughs> and we completely forgot that Thursday was should have been yeah. the start of the NCAA tournament. The loan of sporting event that my wife loves. Does she really? She loves it because she loves the bracket. Yeah. It keeps uh, you so involved. It keeps everyone involved, and she always probably beats you. It is so and, frustrating. And checks out immediately when her when her team <laughs> loses. Just a, an, hey, an immediate check. Listen, out. I get it. My, well, my favorite is she. You know, I would be on the road during a lot of this. I think the last couple of years I've been on the road during this doing PJ Tour Live or something, and she would text me like after like midway through Thursday. Hey, I'm beating you. <laughs> like, <laughs> we we have weeks until this thing's over, but she gets hey. into it and loves it. Hey, you you gotta you gotta. When you're leading, you you gotta let everybody know. So you so let's. Just, I want to hear Max Homa. I know you went to Cal and all that. Yeah. But what was your like? What was your college team growing up? Uh, I love my very first team. I loved and and I'm not into like the Duke North Carolina rivalry. I've I've never really. I've enjoyed watching both teams. My dad's buddy Nolan went to North Carolina. I love Michael Jordan and I loved the uh, fitted hats. That had the little foot on the back the of North Carolina, and I liked the, the baby tar blue. heel. I always, I always got the hat if it had that thing on the back. So I was, I, I used to root for North Carolina quite a bit. Um, I actually have been a Cal fan since I was young. My family's from, uh, some of my uh, extended family's from up there, so I was rooting for them. But they were never that great when I was growing up. So they made a run one year. Do you remember what when was that? Didn't they make a run kind of deep into the tournament one year? I feel like they had, they had some young, like short point guard on the team that was dirty. Is we, that not the right team? I mean, when I was in college, we had a we had a team that made it um, with a- uh, Alan Crabb. Okay, but um, I don't remember. I don't recall. Uh, who who's the be- what's the, who's the best? Do you do you know who the best basketball player from Cal ever was? Yeah, Jason Kidd. Heard so, of him? The, yeah, yeah. But he's. I mean, who, he's got to be the best. Yeah. Is there like a few from Cal? Uh, Tony Gonzalez played on the basketball team. Is that right? Yeah, I, I just saw the highlight two days ago. It's sick. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's pretty ridiculous. It's like when you is. watch those Nate Robinson, oh yeah, football highlights and from Alan Washington. Iverson when he was, it was amazing. I Iverson, he is a freak. Absolutely. Have you seen the video of him dribbling the, the football, football oh between his God. legs? What are we doing here? So you and I are big basketball fans. So, so I grew up. I'll cut uh, just because you're about to get into like the actual good team you got to root for. I did root for UCLA, and we had a couple good years. Or not we. They had a couple good years. Farmar was on the team. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Love was on the team. Russell Westbrook came to the other team. So like those were my old enough to remember and actually know what the hell I'm rooting for. That was those teams. And then they all usually lost except for one year to your team. So, so I grew up in East Texas. Oh, true. You were not in Arizona. I was no, no, no. no. (laughs) So I grew up, this is weird, but I grew up in, in Texas. And I mean, you know, you watch Duke UNC and and all that. And and Arizona wasn't really on the radar nationally, at least in where I lived, you know, they had these great teams and, you know, they had Kerr come through and Elliot and all these guys, but, I got into Arizona, interesting enough, that year they made the run because I loved Miles Simon and I loved Bibby. 
I had a Bibby Arizona jersey. That's kind of cool. And I'm that that was like I was in seventh grade. And so I, you know, I had I had no other reason to ever be affiliated with the University of Arizona, and I am going to school there. That so is really weird. Super weird. But I was super into that team. So we're gonna do our five now. This isn't a starting five. We thought about doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's too hard. We decided. Plus, it. we're NBA now. It's position free. It's league. it's pretty much Who position cares? free. So I'll start. Okay. Uh, and this, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go in order of of when I got go? into them. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so my my I'll first, try and do that. But the first player I was really obsessed with in college was Marcus Camby at UMass. Okay. He was so good. That team was unreal. Obviously they had this great coach and they were, he was so dominant. He was kind of like Shaq at LSU, but better. So is that possible? Well, see, this is cool because we are just like, like, no, all jokes aside, we are in a just different, especially when you're growing up. Like I can't remember, I can remember like even golf tournaments growing up, but very slightly. Whereas in, in college basketball, like I, I don't have a good timeline of when I like got into it. Right. When you're 12, 13, 14, you start to really love it and follow it. So like, I don't, I don't remember Marcus Kirby <laughs> at all. So, so there was a, college. so, so, I mean, my, my town I grew up in is small. It's like 20,000 people. There's a kid named Bo Martino who one day came to school wearing a Marcus Canby UMass Jersey. And I was super bummed out because I wanted to get one and now I couldn't copy this yeah. other kid, you know? So I never had the Marcus Canby Jersey. But my first player, UMass Camby. That's pretty sweet. Um, my my first one, I'm actually going to start with an honorable mention because I, I need to point one out first. Okay. My honorable mention is Peter Papa George, who uh, <laughs> was the best man at my wedding. He's my my best friend. He played uh, college basketball at uh, Long Beach State. Um, he actually played with Casper Ware. Long story short, uh, Casper and him are buddies. Casper uh, is like a Drew League legend and set us up to go to the Drew League, to, and he said, hey, little tip, uh, Chris Paul and James Harden are coming through t- tonight, or today, sorry, so get to the game, but he's like, you got to get there early because, like, there's going to be a crazy line, but he goes, nobody knows they're coming, but, like, they will by by some point today, so we're like, heck yeah, so we drive up, it's in, like, Compton at a high school, it's pretty crazy, I'd never been before, it's pretty crazy, like, how low-key this place is and how many great stars I get, I mean, everyone's played there, so we go in there, and you know, we know there's like a first game. So we roll in and like, they're kind of finishing up. And then like the next game starts and it's pretty like, it's getting kind of crowded, but it's not really that crowded. And then, uh, PD texts Casper and goes, yo, uh, when they play and he goes, Oh, it's tonight at six. And it's like maybe 10 AM. And we're like, I think we're going to leave. <laughs> so it was like, cool. We went, but shout out to, to, to PD and Casper. But PD's point was, um, he told me to tell you that on his list, Number one is any player who is on fire when Gus Johnson's on the call. Yes. <laughs> said, yes. So that's his well, number one. They, and now that, we'll, that get, we'll, get, we'll get to one of my okay, okay. top five that follows suit with what Petey said. <laughs> but finally, my my first one uh, is J.J. Redick. Um, oh, I man. always felt like <laughs> if he could do it, I could do it. He would run off four screens, just sprinting. If they just had a J.J. Kim, you'd get dizzy. He would run around the entire three-point line run the baseline, catch in the corner, flying. And in, in college, he pretty much made everything. He shot free throws at like 96, 97%. I think he still has the record for a four-year uh, free throw percentage. It was just pretty amazing to watch somebody shoot it like that. And again, like I felt like as a kid, I could do that. And that's how I felt like I played basketball when I was growing up. So I was in college when JJ was playing at Duke. I hated JJ Redick. <laughs> for sure. Because... <laughs> 
He got all the fanfare. He got all the national attention. Now, as an adult, I understand why. He was unbelievable. <laughs> but we had a guy in my top five, and I'll go with him next, even though he's not in order. See, I, I only thought about this when I brought mine up. Salim Stoudemire. He's on Petey's list, by the way. <laughs> at U of A, the time JJ so was at Duke, he sh- his three-point percentage was better than JJ Reddick's. He shot like 50.6% from That's three so his crazy. senior year. And I was studying abroad. My junior year of college was Salim's senior year. And it was the team we had with Channing yeah. and Salim Iggy. and Hassan Adams. Iguodala was on that team. It was this legit team. And all I of, actually loved watching that team. Oh, for whatever, well, who didn't? I, I loved that team. And they couldn't, they didn't quite get to where they needed to be until the Pac-12 tournament. And Salim had a couple, couple of six shots. And then he and so we're studying abroad, but we it, this is ridiculous. Golfers don't realize this. <laughs> Basically, when you study abroad, you just go to screw around for six months. You don't really go to class or do anything. They gave us a three-week spring break at the University of Westminster. Three weeks. Wow. So we just got a URL pass and went around Europe for three weeks. Andrew Omer and I. Must be nice. We were checking in at hotels, getting up in the morning, checking to see how it – because it was during the tournament. Right. We woke up when when he he hit a buzzer beater to be at Oklahoma State. And they were kind of making their way through the tournament. And, of course, they run of into course. Illinois, and it's one of the of worst course. losses in college basketball history. And it's still a bummer. We were in Innsbruck, Austria, were listening they to 12? it. I think they were up 12 with two minutes to go yeah. and lost in overtime. Pete, and that Pete, Illinois Pete team. gave me all kinds of notes to rest. Well, that, that <laughs> Illinois team was so good. Yeah, Darren Williams. It, it was those two, got, those two teams playing. It's one of the, it's the only things that's a bummer about the tournament is sometimes you have the teams play and you wish it was sure, later sure. in the tournament. But that's this also a, the best part about the It tournament. was an elite A game. It was, we were watching it in a hotel lobby on listening to it on Yahoo radio. Cause they didn't have streaming video <laughs> yeah. at this time. Go ahead. Insert your old Tough. person. Hey, no, you know what? You, you kind of just did it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that was letting us listen to it in the lobby asked us in kind of broken English at one point if we wanted celebratory beers <laughs> because we he kept asking, what's a rebound? What's <laughs> yeah. a assist? He heard this stuff on it. And we're like all going nutty. And then they lose. And of course we're like walk out you all drink sad beers. <laughs> we're like, yeah, no, we're like, I will take the beers. Yeah. But uh but Salim Salim was so much fun to root for and it was such a bummer that Salim wasn't a better pro. But right. that's my second pick. Again, I've gone like a little it. out of order to go like Salim it. since since you went JJ, uh, my second uh, for whatever reason, I thought this guy was going to be the greatest basketball player ever. Emeka Okafor. We were talking about this we were, earlier on the phone. He's he was so tall. He blocked absolutely everything. Like there was not a shot that got that you couldn't come in the room. He was one of the guys back when centers were a little bit more prevalent. Where if he was in the game, whoever you had that was driving immediately couldn't do it anymore. Like it was over. And I just I loved. I love I love like the defensive aspect of of, of college basketball, especially because it's a little bit more, a bit bit heightened, a little bit more. There's a little more energy. Younger kids, so they're flying all over the place. But watching him come in the game was always fun for me. Uh, he was the second pick after Dwight. He Dwight, obviously, out of horrible, out of out of, out of high school. I mean, I don't know what happened. <laughs> he was uh, he was rookie of the year. He won rookie of the year in the NBA. See, this is what's crazy. This is how your brain works. Like Vince Young made a Pro Bowl. Did you know that? And we all remember him as I remember Okafor. Yeah, but the Pro Bowl thing is so hard know. to judge. Come on, dude, you still because because they they layer it and then yeah, quarterbacks don't play. It, though. Yeah, no, you're right. That's fair. I mean, I'm just saying I, I don't remember Okafor playing a game. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. he so Okafor won the won the won the NCAA championship in 04. He was the Final Four MOP in 04. 
Uh, he was co-player of the year that year as well. First team All-American. Yeah. He, he was so dirty. That that UConn team was, it was ridiculous. Good. So that's a, that's a good pick. I'm going to let you go with your third. Uh, and I, and by the way, that. I just was to say, I, when you said that to me on the phone earlier, I said almost the exact same. I was like, that guy was so dominant in yeah. college that he was a no-brainer yeah, in the pros. And it's just crazy it didn't work out. Uh, I'm going to keep it in the in the family. Kemba Walker may simply be just because of his step back in the Big East Championship. It was like one of the coldest moves I've ever seen. It's nice to see somebody too that like this is why also like with JJ Reg, like he's still really good. Like it's nice to see someone translate. He was he was fun to like watch because him went straight into Shabazz Napier for like this like six year stretch of them playing. It was very fun for me. Again, like I like a little bit of the smaller guy because that's obviously more like my speed. So uh that he was so fun to watch. He made it look very easy and then in the tournament made it just like continued his run, so it was cool. I was wondering if we'd had an overlap. Our Did first overlap, nice. Kimba on my list as good well. For us. The the Kimba run through the tournament was as good as is, is as legendary as anything that's ever happened in the tournament. Really, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, that team was not going to get into the NCAA tournament if they didn't win the yeah. their conference championship. And they also had like the worst uh, national championship game I've ever watched <laughs> ever. Like I think that they shot thirty percent and won. On the national well, it, you don't, they do that thing where they put them in those huge stadiums. Yeah, Pete's told me it's actually really hard. It's hard to he shoot because it's, it's, I mean, they talk so about bad. it. You know what that is in the basketball? You know what the basketball yeah, broadcasting equivalent is to golf? Give me it. Is it's a lot darker out here than yeah, it looks it on camera. It is. The, the broadcasters always talk because about Because they're all right, but it's just said too much. They like, say it all the time. You need to say it, but then you got to get out of it. <laughs> uh, Kimba, we have, we, I can't I believe like we it. have an overlook. Who's now, your Four now, now I'm going to go a little before your time. <laughs> I mean, you already said Marcus Camby, dude. Well, that, that was the oldest one I had. Steve Wojciechowski. Okay. <laughs> slapping the floor at Duke. I was a young kid. I thought he was so cool. This goes back to your point about JJ. I felt like I was kind to him and he was kind to me. If yeah. this guy can start at point guard for Duke, I can Fair. do it as well. I would go in my backyard and shoot like I was Wojciechowski. I, I loved him. Uh, uh, by the way, weird weird professional moment of mine. I was calling a game. I was calling a college basketball game last year and they, we had to fill time at the end of the game. It was over. And Wojo came over and sat no way, and he was rad. sitting in between. I can't remember who I was doing the game with, but he <laughs> sat in the middle. And I just remember there was a moment I was like, Woja house he's sitting you know it's yeah. one of those pincher moment kind of things but then you've got to actually be professional and he's also like listen buddy i'm not that big yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly it's not it's some crazy thing Marquette, it's but... like the guy from parks and rec who can dunk he's like the first guy in pawnee to like <laughs> yes. dunk like they he just like still like living off of that glory <laughs> so wojahowski wojo I like that was 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 kind of the guy it was it was a perfect example of what you're saying about jj who's your uh last one or you, oh wait no i have to i have you got to go four i gotta go four adam morrison so fun. He was he was just a, on the, the outside most looking. Out, most kind of heartbreaking loss, even though I've never really been a big Zags fan, but like you know, West Coast, I watched all their games. Um, he he had the bouncy hair. He ended up playing for like the Lakers, so I got to watch him even more. He had the grossest mustache I've ever seen. Was he, he was he the second pick? Might have been. Was he the second pick? Although there's no way the Lakers that year had this. No, 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 no. Wasn't he wasn't the Lakers? I think he oh, was. Oh, he was the Lakers. You're right. He was a Bobcat. I think you're right. I think he was the second pick. You're right. They traded for him. He was just fun to watch. He was the guy who, kind of like a third pick. So kind of like a uh, Paul Pierce, where uh, and like no disrespect at all. Like compared to all the other athletes just standing side by side, he and Paul like they don't look super athletic like fast and they can jump high they could obviously shoot or whatever Adam is the guy if he got out of out of the car and walked up to the court you'd be like all right like 
I can and play then with he this like guy. starts moving, and like I said, his hair is flying all over the place, and his little creepy mustache is kind of like fluttering. Coming in the from wind. you, it coming from I'm dude. I'm telling you, I get it. You've got you've got a you've got a Morrison stash going. It's still creepy, but it's, it's this is way more thick than way thicker <laughs> than his. But he he would just he was just fun to watch. He also didn't have the greatest team, and I seriously like he willed it. He willed it together, and he had a crushing you know crushing end. But that, I I found him uh him fun to watch. And my fifth one is, um. As we were doing this, I had my brain all locked into the kind of the 2000s growing up men's college basketball, and I almost forgot my all-time favorite college basketball player uh, from the women's side, and also she is my favorite of all time, Maya Moore. Maya Moore is was the most electric basketball player I've ever watched in college. She, I know that she was on the best team. I understand there's a bit of a it, it's it's a little easier to separate in women's college basketball. But watching her play was like watching Michael Jordan play to me. It was like poetry. Everything she did was so cool. Her form was amazing. She hit buzzer beaters. She had the most insane stats. And then I recently read about uh, her that she isn't playing uh, professional women's basketball right now because she found out somebody uh, had gotten wrongfully uh, uh, convicted of a crime. And she spent the last two years of her life. And they just like won this case. Right. Like, she, and that, like I know that's not even in college, but... I love her even more for it. She was so fun to watch. She was like the epitome of pure. She's like, she's like watching like Adam Scott or something like that to me. It's just like as pure and silky as it gets. And I, if it, if it was men's basketball, she would have gotten more hype than just about anybody, anybody in the world. So my last, and I said to you, the Gus Johnson thing, Yeah. <laughs> when Gus would call those Steph games oh, and Steph, I fit. took him off my list a little earlier. Yeah, when he, when, it, when he would call those Steph Davidson games, what's wild about Steph? You know those pictures they show those compared comparative pictures of Giannis before and after, right. and it's seventy pound different, right. whatever. And Durant. Now I know Durant. Yeah, but he's stronger changed. and yeah. bigger than he was at Texas. But when you see those side by sides, it's not as drastic. Yeah, Steph. At Davidson, when you go back and watch those highlights, and I think tonight or tomorrow, yeah, they're running CBS Sports yeah. Nets playing that Davidson Gonzaga game where he scored thirty in the second half. <laughs> he was hitting shots in that NCAA game. I just watched the high, the re when he would reel. catch the ball oh. a couple times. He wasn't even. It's not he wasn't facing the basket. <laughs> he was facing like the other basket. He also he has just one pull. of the all time coolest, and this. Uh, Again, I might be misremembering this a little bit, but when he was leading the nation in scoring his senior year, uh, they played uh, some like kind of no-name team or like not not great team, and um, the coach like quadruple teamed him for the entire game, and I don't think he scored, and they they got crushed. Like obviously, all he has to do is pass it to somebody, and at the end of the game, they interviewed the coach, and the coach they said, "Coach, like what do you like? What do you think about the game? Like <laughs> that seemed like a weird thing." He goes, "Well, the leading scorer in the nation didn't score a point." And he, they're like, yeah, you lost by 40. And he just kept saying, like, the leading player in the nation, leading scorer in the nation didn't score a point. It was, like, kind of a funny – it was kind of the – On to Eric Cincinnati. Gagne, Eric Gagne – or, I'm sorry, the um, – not Eric Gagne. The Barry Bonds walk with the bases loaded to get a run up to. It was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to focus on one thing, and I'm going to make that happen. And, like, that's what they did against Steph, and that proved how good Steph was. And uh, I also think with his, his changes, like – he, he wore the baggiest jerseys, oh which my made him goodness. look even smaller. How how big were his shorts? <laughs> he looked how did you dribble? They look he looked like TJ Ford. Remember Ford? Like, remember when oh, Ford yeah. would wear those at Texas? And uh, Ty Lawson used to do that with his shorts. They would go all the way down to his ankles. It made him look just even Here's shorter. The, wait, wait, that by the way, we were talking fashion a little bit ago. That that look in professional basketball 
I'm just glad that's not here. And it probably will make a comeback, but the bag, the baggy shorts was just brutal. Baggy shorts is bad. Although Allen Iverson made it look cool. I guess Allen Iverson everything makes look anything cool. look cool. You know that. Um, all right. Do you want to, uh, you, you asked me to give my best skill or talent that's not golf. Mine's, yeah, I was, mine's I, horrendous. I, I was asking I you this many. because you're, you're, again, we've talked about this, but you're a golf nut. You love yeah, golf. Love, you love to play. You love to hit golf shots. You've got your putting mat. Laid out in your living room here. There's golf clubs everywhere. I just bought a net. <laughs> you, did you buy a yeah. net? So you're ready to go. You're gonna be. You're gonna be locked in. Be you need so that lob good. wedge on the island. You'll be fine. I'm gonna uh, cut into that really quick before I give my talent um, because I was just thinking about this. A lot of people when we come back from this quarantine, golf wise, just like the average amateur, it, their handicaps go out the window, and but they're still obviously intact. They're gonna be. Some people are gonna be fleecing their friends because they're gonna be the guy with a launch monitor with time in the net. All of a sudden, can practice. And other guys are gonna be like, haven't touched a club. They're gonna come back as a seven. Their friends gonna be a ten, and they're gonna be closer to a five. And just for a week and a half, for two just weeks, crush <laughs> their buddies. I, I asked on Twitter on on Tuesday. I asked for people to send in what golf things they bought during you know kind of the mandatory stay at home period. I couldn't believe how many launch monitors were mentioned. Yeah. Where are these people putting these things? I have a couple. Did you, I got to show you this picture when we get done. This dude had a towel draped against his garage oh, door, sketchy. hitting balls into sketchy. it. It was maybe 10 by 10 towel. I'm like, you're, are you that good? That's, are you, are you hitting it that solid? I would break my garage. That's it. I, I tried to do a trick shot oh, yesterday. No. I didn't post it for God's sake. <laughs> I tried to do this trick shot where I was bouncing it. And then I bounced it between my legs, but it was the first bounce was hitting it into a net across my yard. I almost broke my living room window. <laughs> it hit the window. It hit the window. It, it, didn't, it didn't break break it. But as it was in the air, you know that like six seconds of it being in the air, and you're like, oh yeah, oh, my just goodness. waiting for the noise. Yeah, just this is gonna be. I so are you losing up. speed in this quarantine? Like you would think usually you could putt it through a window with all the speed you've got. Well, it was I I I, I didn't hit. It, didn't the, hit it, it wasn't the yeah. sweet spot. It was a little toey. It was a little toey. It was a baby Meat, meathead between. Shane. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't quite catch it all. Little spinny. All right, so skill. So oh yeah. So um, I I would say that most of my skills I do tie into golf. So I will say like I think that an actual skill I have is I'm incredibly patient. Like I can wait in a grocery store line forever without complaining. I'm pretty good at that. I mean, there are days I'm sure that people could say what's I get a little. What's the biggest you've ever flipped out at an airport, a a grocery store? What's the most mad you've ever been about patience? I truly don't think I have. Does Lacey get mad like that? Uh, is she no, pretty... but L- Lacey's like, th- this is, this is why I need her in all these situations. I'll just be sitting around or I'll just be standing in line, like doing nothing. And she'll see like a better way to be doing, you know, like a quicker way. <laughs> There'll be a new line. It's not like she's opens. more fresh. She just like has a better idea than I do. And I'll just be like, I'm fine over You'll here. be like, is there a watermelon yeah. bubblicious? They <laughs> yeah. make that now. But see, I, I would tie that into golf. So I'm going to get off that. My uh, best skill is, uh, I'm really good at spelling. Okay. I won the fourth grade spelling bee. A great story. Uh, my last word to win on was accommodate. And as I was spelling it, uh, there's two C's, but there's also two M's. And I could was watching my mom in the very back. And as I said, the second M, I just saw her shake her head and look at my teacher. And and then they said, like, right. And I was like, <laughs> nice. Uh, for a what grade I was this? Spar- fourth grade. Spelling. Fourth grade past your mom. Yeah. I just Sorry, right mom. Overhead. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, but that, that, that's always... Again, like I'm not, a, don't test me on this, but I am a pretty good speller. Like, like that's the one thing where Lacey, like, can you spell this? And I usually feel quite confident. So when you type in your phone, which I mean, we've all, we all rely on. There are certain words I will say. I'm like, oh, but, but, but do you, I mean, are you typing them now? This also could be a finger thing, but are you nailing the spelling? Oh, on the it's first more try? of a finger thing. I, I will say I am. I usually know 
even like difficult words like how to spell them. You if I, if it, my phone re- autocorrects, it's because my thumb, I have bad thumb. So I didn't know this. I didn't know this was going to be your skill. <laughs> but on the next episode, we're doing a Max Homa spelling bee challenge. Yeah, see, this is where I worry that uh, you're going to test me and I'm going to just completely botch it. No, 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 no. no. I am we'll, pretty we'll, good. Here's, the, here's what we'll do. We'll do, uh, we'll, do, we'll do this for charity. Okay. We'll do, we'll do five words. This is the next. This is next. I'll give you time to think. We'll get five words. I'll have all of the stuff you need. I'll have definition. See, that doesn't help me. Okay. <laughs> I'll use advanced. it in a sentence, all those things. If you get all five, I'll donate X amount to charity. Deal. If you get four, I'll donate 80%. You can donate 20%. Three, I go. We'll do I all go. Um, the, uh, the worst word I ever lost on, uh, it was in my fifth grade spelling bee, I lost on oboe. Okay. And I didn't hear, I thought he said hobo, which I didn't know was a word, so I gave him a weird look. <laughs> And I just said H O B O, and he goes no O B O, and I'm like what? And he and I didn't know what it was to also to be honest, but he's like oboe, it's an instrument. And I'm like that is the dumbest word. <laughs> like I, I was so mad at the word, I wasn't mad at myself. When you see an oboe, do you still get? Oh, when out? I see the word, I'm like oh. And it's a palindrome, which is sick. So yeah. it's like super. Palindromes are always the best. What is your what is your best skill? Not golf. You know, not your voice. That would be I, cheating. I think it's ping pong. I think it's table no, tennis. No, no, no. You have to answer Papa Shot. You are not better at ping pong. I'm better at ping pong than Papa Shot. Are you serious? How are you not the Olympics? I think my my best skills are, I I feel like I do pretty well in kind of a bar Olympics. Yeah, so I've said this about Joe. Uh, Joe is the best at games you can't monetize. Right, exactly. He's really good at at ping pong. He's probably really good at Papa Shot. He's good at all these little quirky games where you're like, you're 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 going to the bar and you're like, God, that guy's so sick. What is he doing? You're like, yeah, like he doesn't really have a job. It's like the like, people that are awesome at foosball. Yeah, and you're like, where do you practice foosball <laughs> yeah. if you don't have a foosball? But see, table, they don't have. They have a lot of time because they don't work. I've played. I've played with a couple of buddies that are so good at foosball. So ping, being cool, good at ping pong is really cool. But you know what? Ping pong is a brutal bar game. Oh yeah, it's not a bar game because the ball hit oh, people. Yeah, it's not like, a bar get game. stepped. You need on. your own space. You got to have it at your house. Especially so you, you probably bring your own paddles. This whole thing. Yeah, for sure. I got. I, I carry with me everywhere I go. Do you know that Brad Faxon when he was a younger person brad faxon who i work with and you know and you've played with brad was like nationally ranked in ping pong <laughs> that's sick really good and, and he he says that and i think he'd be comfortable with me saying this i've asked him a couple times in the current Ryder cup format phil kucher Jakobsen, all these guys get talked about and he's like i would murder really because that's a, i've heard Jakobsen is really good i know burger's really good i've heard a uh, kuchar i know is i've heard is really good the funniest one ever uh so ben om young hunan he played on my college team for a year uh his parents uh south koreans they both won medals in ping pong in what? the olympics they both won medals so one day we're at brandon hagee's house and uh he's got a ping pong table so we start playing. I'm not bad at ping pong. I would never say I'm good at ping pong, but I can play ping pong. Like, like I'm an, I'm an, your normal ping pong player. Um, so I play a game against one of my buddies. Another guy plays a game against another buddy. And finally we're like, Ben, don't you want to play? Like, I mean, his parents are like famous. He's like, Oh, I don't play much ping pong. We're like, come on. Like we're waiting. We like somebody finally plays him. I think we, Michael Weaver played him. He's absolutely terrible. Like oh, one not of the good. worst, one of the worst ping pong players I've ever seen in my life. And I just like, I, I couldn't believe it. Did you ask him? Did your parents not? Did you not? Yeah. I mean, he just said that they didn't push it on. I mean, I, I don't, fine. I truly still don't get it. Yeah. He's trash. Like trash. he might be better now, but like, <laughs> I, I never thought it would be like, it, it would just be like, you know, a Michael Jordan or a tie. It would be like if Charlie Woods, swing stunk. <laughs> like it, it was weird. It's not that I don't get it. It just, 
didn't compute in my brain at the time because I'm assuming he's my. I'm not very good. And he's gonna do like the thing where he holds it real cool and like is spinning it where I can't even touch it. Right. And and he's like, no, but that's not very good. For, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I get it. Like I'm sure that's not good compared to your parents. Like this was like you you would, you would you would beat him 21 to eight. That. Yeah, I mean I, him. I mean we, Weaver and him had like the lamest game ever. But yeah, I mean it was I, like I the office. We always talk about me. the office. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put it on me to beat him, but like a decent ping pong player would smoke it. Okay. So it was kind of. I thought it was. Utterly massively surprised. <laughs> it was also v- down. Very surprised. I was looking forward to seeing something special. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Um, So while we keep this going... Uh, just as kind of there's not a lot of things happening in our golf world right now. I have been asked this question a lot, and I wanted to give these out. Uh, these are five golf book recommendations. And if you've read any of these, have you, do you read golf books? Uh, I've read a few golf books. Okay. So these are five golf book recommendations because I've been asked a few times on social media from different people. And I'm just going to give them out because it's a time where everybody's at home and they're trying to read. First one is kind of a layup. I'm sure you've read it. If you haven't, you got to do it today. The match, Frost, 56 match, Byron Nelson. Obviously, you know, Hogan, Ward, Venturi, Cypress Point. Book's awesome. One of the best golf books of all time. One of the craziest things ever to be a part of if you were there. I can imagine. That one and it's all, all time. Do, I got my you, father-in-law that book. Can you name who they recreated the match to with? Uh, Tiger, Phil, and Shane Bacon. No, 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 no. They they did this. They did this. Did they actually do they it? They recreated at it. At Cyprus? They, they, I think it was at Cyprus. I don't know. So it was Bubba, Ricky. Jason Day? No, I'm trying to think of who the – because I know Fred Couples was supposed to be a part of it, and I think he pulled out, and, that, and Nick Watney was in. And I can't think of who the fourth was. 
But though I know those three. Usually when people ask, do you know who they did? The well, thing I never know. I never know anything. Knew, the match, the too. Parts. Let's see. Well, I know, but I, I was, I, I knew, I knew that Nick, Nick Watney's the one that Nick Watney's very good friends with uh, Sam Reeves, who is a humongously influential uh, man up in uh, the Monterey Peninsula. He lives on number eight at uh, at Cypress Point, so I bet you modern day. Here we go. So modern, they called it the modern day match, not match two. And this was Alan Shipnuck, who I think snuck out. Uh, and, and and covered this, and I'm not even sure he was supposed to be out there covering it. And he was like, sure, why not? Um, Watney, I was right about. Congrats. Baba, Ricky. Wow. And Three for four. You still can't find the fourth name. Davis Love. Oh, So it was supposed to be Davis Love and Couples, oh, okay. Baba and Ricky. That's and a really cool idea. Couples and that back book is all was time struggling, time. so they, put, they, they brought Nick Watney. What's your, what's your other book? So that's the first one. Sorry, I'll roll through these kind of quick. Chasing Greatness. Is awesome about Johnny Miller, Arnie, Oakmont. I read that before the Oakmont U.S. Open. A lot of information, a lot of good stories in there. Freddie and Me is great. Trip Bowden, awesome. Dives into old Augusta National, caddy situation, untold stories. You'll love it, trust me. If you can find it, Golfer's Gold by Tony Lima is an incredible golf read. And my last is anything from my boy Tom Coyne. But if you're going to start with something, I would go with a course called Ireland. But if you want to really start with something, go with Paper Tiger and then go into Ireland. But any of Coin's books are, are great and interesting. But I think if he was going to suggest one, I think he'd probably say read A Course Called Ireland. And if you ever go to Ireland with Tom Coyne, I've heard from the No Lane Up. It's <laughs> it literally like, so going, it's like going somewhere. I feel like I can't go now. Superstar. Like it, yeah, I feel like it, it, yeah, it's going to watching their video on tour sauce was like one of the coolest moments for me. Cause I've never been over there. And then seeing that they get to go with him, I felt like everything I do after this is just like, not going to be cool. Enough. No, not at all. So uh, the last thing we're going to do. No, no, and we got a couple things. What, what is it? What am I missing? I got to do my youth competition story. Let, let's get into that. I want to hear that. Questions for Shane. Oh, so let's, you're running. And right. then our one time best one time major. Okay. I want you to run with your two. Okay. I'll go quick. No, 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 don't go quick. We're, we're, we got plenty of time. Okay. We have all the time in the world. This <laughs> you, isn't an hour and a half yet. Uh, youth competition story. Shane asked you for a couple. Um, well, I asked you, I wanted to know, you know, you, so your youth golf, <laughs> youth golf. So funny, <laughs> but did, but you, you, were you big AJGA guy? No, what, I mean, yeah, I played local California. Lo stuff? I played the local AJGA stuff. Okay. One time my mom got so fed up with me playing against the same really great Southern California golfers that we've <laughs> Uh, uh, scrambled some money together, flew all the way to Chicago, played an event. It was actually kind of funny. I thought I didn't play very well, and I got third. And we flew home thinking, man, people in California are really good at golf. Because, like, <laughs> I've just been getting drummed. Uh, so, so yeah, I wasn't big on it. AJJ is so expensive. I Most families struggle with it. Um, I don't know if it's gotten any cheaper. But it is – you do need to play it. Not need, but back then, at the very least, you kind of needed to dabble in it to get a scholarship to college. So it was a bit of an investment. So, um did play, uh, love the AJGA. They do a, a phenomenal job. It's legitimately as close to, to a tour event as you can imagine. We were joking about. Yeah. Well, I played in some AJGA stuff, and when you got those towels, oh, you fell on top they of were the world. Gold. Yeah. Well, when you got your, you got the name tag with your year in it. You know, Patrick Reed. Right. His, right. Does he have his son? Uh, not sure. It's well, his kid. Yeah, it's he has cool. He keeps it's like that a on the future. It's tag. a cool thing he has on his yeah, on sick. his golf bag. But you'd get those, and it was your it was your high school graduation right. year. And that was cool. And then you looked at everybody saying, okay, are you going to be my competition for a scholarship? Are you going to be my competition? Right, yeah, but the was, towels were. The towels were cool. They were gold. Um, so, but my two stories are from uh, high school. So, my first favorite, uh, it was either my freshman or my sophomore year. Freshman year, I think. Uh, we had this thing called the Newhall Cup. That was the city cup we all grew up in, Newhall. And uh, we got to play the TPC uh, 
or it used to be TBC, TBC Valencia, which was like one of the nice courses uh, around. And we got to play it back to back days. And it was like this kind of big deal with all the teams in our, in our little league. So six teams. Um, we, uh, one of my best friends growing up in like our families are super, super close, um, was on the team. He was like, he was the guy, he was the guy who ran out of gas and made me pay for, uh, the gas with like a dollar and three cents. He was on the team and he's a pretty good golfer. Never really like kind of clicked for him, but he hit it a mile, whatever. He, he just struggled to score. So we're playing this thing. And first of all, it is raining so hard in Southern California. I mean, I'm talking like, like we're in the Midwest, like it's dumping all day and all day we're waiting for them to call it. And it's funny. Like I had a, uh, I'm watching somebody in my group about to chip and there's just a puddle in their way, like an enormous puddle. Uh, and a uh, coach starts driving by and we look over front and we all kind of said to ourselves like, finally, like they're going to call it. And he just waved and kept driving. <laughs> so we finished. I mean, most of us weren't prepared. I don't have rain gear. I'm 14 years right. old. I'm living in Southern California. So one of the kids in my group, you're soaking on, wet. So one of the kids in my group had on shorts and a t-shirt and a visor at the turn walked into the uh it's a nice place walked into the bathroom and took one of the small towels and just put it on his head under his visor a kid in the group behind us apparently club slipped out of his hands on 13 and flung onto what the free the five freeway is over his court i'm sure to get to the freeway but just over the fence that's gone forever so i uh we end up getting called for darkness not rain just nice. so everybody knows and i'm walking in and chris is up in the fairway on 18 18 is the hardest hole in the course right he hits the fairway it is, it is dark, darker than the cameras made it appear. And he hits the second shot, and it's going right. It's a really long second shot. Like, it's a four or five or nine. But he was, like, one under par, like, killing it, maybe two under par, killing it. And like I said, he struggled to score, and he's pretty happy. And I'm just kind of watching him finish. Well, we get up there and lose lose the ball in the dark. Like, can't find it. And it just sucked. It sucked. So we had to, and he had to finish on one, actually, because so, it was a shotgun. So he finishes, makes double. He's pretty mad. But now he's, you know, one hole to play, even or one over. Still, like, would have been one of his best rounds. Would probably be leading the dang thing. Well, then in the morning, <laughs> gets up uh, on one. One's a pretty easy hole if you hit the fairway. Hits it down there, has lob wedge in, in classic high school form. Gets halfway down on his downswing, and the grip spun on his club, and his club essentially was upside down, and he just hit it dead off the hosel straight out of bounds with a lob wedge. So he finished double, triple, or triple double, or whatever it was. Ends up shooting like his normal 77, 78. And I have, he, he, he's not a guy who gets too mad because he never wanted to play golf professionally. He didn't really want to do it in college. I've never seen him like this. And then he has to go play his other 18 holes that day. I mean, I, he was, he was did upset. The, did for, the club come out of play with the grip, uh, with the who, grip slippage? Uh, listen, who cares? I know. That's <laughs> high un- school was like people would steal drivers at people's bags. So great. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'll ask because now he works for the NCGA, so this could be a violation of his, uh, I don't know the Statue of Libertations, but he might get fired over this <laughs> if he kept the club in play. My other one was my senior year, all of my friends. How'd you do in that? Do you remember how you played uh, that? Not well, but our, our we had a teammate, Louis Amira, who I think works for Google now, super smart guy, went to Harvard, played on their golf team, was a stud, and I think he won. He was unreal. Like He was like... 10th in the country, like in AJGA stuff. Like it was awesome to watch. He, I think he won. Um, I played terrible. I was so bad my freshman year, but it was fun. We got to play the nicest course in the area. What would you shoot like throughout your high school? What would you shoot? I mean, not your scoring average, unless you remember that, which would no, be really I don't. Weird. I mean, in my senior year, I was shooting under par. So, but, quite but often. like when you but were my freshman, freshman year, I mean, did if you I shoot 79, no, I mean, everyone on occasion, I guess, right. but I mean, I would shoot between 75 and 70 ish, maybe 77 and 70 ish. Like I'd have my days, but I'm sure I've shot. See, 80. but like where I grew up, that would have won every. Yeah. So that Southern California is crazy. Really good. tough, man. Well, that's like, the Carson Daly thing where he grew up playing against tiger and sure. he quit. Cause he goes, sure. A lot, I've I, heard that a lot every, of times. Everybody's got 
one yeah. of these guys. You have to. That's why I go, my mom's move to go to Chicago for one week was actually helpful because you need to think you're kind of good. Right. <laughs> Um, so fast forward to senior year. Yeah. So that was freshman years. Fast forward to senior year. Most of my friends had been off the team. Now I had obviously a few still on the team, but the team was getting younger. I was always friends with like a couple older and even the other guys in the league. Uh, my like future roommate had like just graduated. So now I'm kind of felt like I was a little on my own. Um, I butted heads real bad with our head coach. Like didn't, we did not get along. Didn't like him. Um, so we get to, um, our like little state championship run, our first round in our high school, as great a players as we honestly did have coming through. It's, it's a pretty cool list of like D one players. Um, we had net our high school had never made it out of the first round of the whole state championship run. So we, uh, we get to the golf course. Uh, I get in a fight with my coach cause he pulled, brought a player. I thought I wanted the other kid to come and we had talked about it and he kind of said, he's sick. He just made up a lie essentially. So I was pissed. And my team was not very good. You know, we, we got to that, but we weren't going to be anything. So I got there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do me. I'm going to play my best and just try to win like this first round or whatever. And I play awesome. So I'm coming up 18. And, you know, again, it's like a shotgun. So I was playing, I think, the one player. So I, I would start on one, finish on 18. And 18, you go up this hill. I'm walking up. I played really, really well. And I'm walking up happy with myself. And as I'm like cresting this hill, I see my team huddled together. And then I see them see me. And I see them start putting their hands up in the air cheering. And I'm like, oh no, like, did we just make it? Because I don't want to be around anybody anymore. I'm over it. Like I'm over my coach so much. I just want to be done. And and they're cheering. And then they start like running towards me. And I'm like, oh no, what have I done? Like I wanted to sign a wrong card. <laughs> I, was, I was regretting trying at all. And of course, for the first time ever, we make it through. And, and it was cool to be that, like part of that team. But at the same time, I didn't really care. I mean, it's high school. Like, right. I didn't care that much. I had a couple buddies on the team. So that was cool to have one more week with them. But I couldn't do the... And, and I also, the, the real reason too is the next round was going to be so embarrassing. We, we weren't good enough. We we're going to play a harder golf course. So we go to a new golf course the next week or whatever. And I am now, now the kids that I've told my team about, we're playing with like the kids I know, like, like Hagee's there who ends up being on my Cal team. Like the kids I know I'm going to be playing pac 12 golf against the, right. the golfers are there. I'm like, Oh boy. So we go and it's a tough day. I played okay, but not well, like one over it was windy. And I, you, you just know, like, we had never been to this course before. It's going to beat us up. Well, we come in and, you know, the other scores and some of the teams, like I said, in SoCal are a joke. So we're, we're, we are definitely not making it through the round, but everyone's just trying to like not be embarrassed. And one of the kids comes up to me and goes, it's six count five in high school. Right. So he comes up to me and goes, yo dude, like, I'm sorry, but I shot 91. And I'm like, Hey man, like, no worries. Like we're going to drop it. It's all good. Whatever. Well, next kid comes in and goes, dude, I'm sorry. I shot 91. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to see a 91 on my team's board. I mean, we sit around. Coach makes us like do the watch the whole like ceremony. I'm like, get me the hell right. out of here. Yeah, I'm, like, done. I'm looking at my friends like I'm so embarrassed to be here. And I didn't play great either. So it's not like I have like anything to brag about. I'm like, get me out of this situation. But that was that was that was high school golf in a nutshell to me, both being funny and like the high school teams, especially in Southern California, you had teams that were had the Ricky Fowers and Josh Andersons and all these guys. And then you had the teams like mine, which we had. I mean, pretty impressive, like, three guys go play college golf, but in general, like, the rest of the guys are just doing it because they want to do it for fun and get out of, you know, PE. <laughs> yeah, Ricky was pretty good at that age. Oh, my God. The story, we used to read the newspaper with his scores. It was a joke. And the crazy part is the second best player on that team was unbelievable. Josh Anderson went to uh, Pepperdine and was, like, uh, probably an All-American or near it. I mean... And he and Rick used to just drum him. You you told me that they they as a team one time shot ten, ten under. Shot ten under as a team. I think they took like an eighty or something absurd. I mean, Ricky Ricky fairly consistently shot between sixty four and sixty two in high school. Like it, it's a joke. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I asked for some questions. We're not going. I don't think we're going to have time to get into a lot of questions today. But I did get a question. Sorry for whoever asked us. We love you and appreciate you. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. What's the lowest score to par you've ever shot? Ask both of us. What, what's ask. yours? Uh, I think it was nine. Nice. I think I, I shot sixty-two twice. Is that the same nine? Year. Is that nine under sixty-two? One was one was eight. I know one was eight, and I believe one was nine. You just have so many you can't remember. No, only twice, and it was the same year, and I never shot it again. That was that was mine. That's pretty good. Where, wait, where was it? Ocotillo or Ocotillo <laughs> if Nick Woodruff's here. <laughs> uh, mine. Uh, have you played? Have you played no, Ocotillo before? Have not. It's I Southern haven't even Phoenix. Ocotillo. You haven't even played Ocotillo. No, wow. So I've got to play either. Really, really. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-seven holes. It's whatever. Um, I shot on like the combo tees at Valencia Country Club. So like the very backs and then the one ups. Um, I shot twelve under. Sixty. Yeah. Had a, so, bunk, had a bunker shot for the 5-9. I don't know you? if it would count. I mean, the course at the Blues is 6,800, and the Golds is like 7,300. So I don't know what the combo would come out to. I mean, it would have been over 7,000 yards, but or near 7,000 yards. 59 but is 59. It didn't matter. I played really, really well. But yeah, awesome. obviously. It was Thank awesome. You. Like, it was a fun day. <laughs> News breaking. It was Do sick. me a favor. When you shoot 59 on the tour for I the don't first know time, possible. please don't say in your interview, I played really well today. Okay. I I don't really get how people do it. I'm not gonna lie. Like that day, I could not miss. But you've gone low already. I mean, you've gone low on tour. I mean, yeah, I've sh- gone low. I mean, what's crazy is my what's best your round low- ever was 200 at Vail. <laughs> what's your What's your low round on tour? Uh, Have you shot 62? I shot 63 at Wells Fargo, and I shot 63 at uh, the Sony before. I don't think I've shot 62. Um, I don't know if I've broken 63 in all pro golf. I have at home. I have shot like I shot 62 at Whisprock and Silverleaf. Um, which is 10 under. That's pretty So those were pretty 30. good. Um, those are yeah, both, tour, for people that don't know, those are both desert golf tour, courses, so yeah, you really can't miss, yeah. you can't miss a golf shot all day. Tour's tough. I shot 9 under at uh, 
Marsh landing with Solly and Joe and, and all the That's right. with when Neil you and Tron and I hit a, I hit a I hit a iron out of bounds. I hit a mega fan and it hit a cart path and just ejected up to somebody's house. And you shot what? I shot nine. <laughs> <laughs> I played really good that day too. Um, if you're wondering. Um, but here, I have my questions to you. These these give me joy. These days, like this is this is what I live for. So I get come up with like my most clever-ish uh, would you rather type situations for Shane. So Shane, I only have four this time. Um <laughs> Over under four and a half plays at running back in the NFL before an injury. Uh, up oh, for sure under. <laughs> under, okay. I was wondering where you're going because we I have this conversation with my buddies a lot, and we always say how much money to just run down the sideline in full pads, run down the sideline at your full speed, and Terrell Suggs in his heydays running at you, but you can't go out of bounds. Like, how much money would I have to pay you? So that that so so if so you don't I mean, have to answer, well, that, one, my, to answer that one, but this one I'm glad you said under because I believe that. If, if somebody's helmet hits my shin, I'm out for a year. Like that, they don't talk about how that must hurt enough. So what, I'm glad what, you said what that. I don't, what I don't understand is when the, the running back has the ball and the, the defender hits some helmet into their arm. Oh, and they're okay. How is your arm not just. Because they have muscle on muscle on it's muscle. It's just unreal. So, unreal. So, so you said Terrell Suggs. You know my buddy Andrew? Yeah. He's got a twin brother, identical twin brother, Matt Omer. It's, oh, I thought it was Terrell. And, and Matt played football at Dobson, and Suggs played football, I think, at Hamilton. That's, just not, that's not fair. And he said Suggs, he said, like, he would, he played, I think he played safety or corner or something, and Suggs would play running back and linebacker and everything, right? <laughs> that's cool. And he said he would come around the side, and I, I was I asked Matt, I'm, what do you do? And he goes, you would just dive kind of at their legs <laughs> yeah, and hope that you missed. It was you hoped you missed the tackle. Yeah, you hope his knee doesn't hit your it's helmet. It's he ridiculous. So, murders so I mean, when you th- those are those things. I think we talked to Marcus Camby, talked Shaq. There are people in sports that you kind of think have a chance to be great. Yeah, the good shooters. I mean, everybody has one at their high school that they think is a football yeah. player, basketball player, whatever. And you're like, that guy could be pro. Yeah. And rarely does it ever work out. Sure. And then I'm sure there are people where you grew up and you're like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. If this he's guy going to play professional it. sports. That's what my mom used to say about Ricky. She was always like, because he's two years older than me and he turned pro two years into college. And my mom always said, so that would give me like a four year buffer on him. She said, Max, if Ricky doesn't make it, I'm not sure this is for you. Because I don't know if I beat him <laughs> one time my entire life going into college golf. So I was. <laughs> Really cool to see him succeed early because I needed that. I needed to know well, that it. He made, he made a he was in a playoff his like first professional first year, event, him, right? Jamie Lovemark, was and in, of course Troy Madison wins. Of like you have these two guys. That it was like, him and Lovemark, right? Lovemark and Madison at Greyhawk. Greyhawk, yeah. And Lovemark's ball bounced out of the water and jumped back onto the rough. And Scott Scott's stories are so funny because they he. He told Ricky, he goes, was he hit Scott in the water. Caddy yeah. and first, first event. Yeah. Wow. And he, he said, he said, Ricky hit in the water and, go, and Ricky's like, well, why is everybody kind of cheering or whatever? <laughs> he goes, I don't really know. And like, of course, Joe's, Joe's probably like, yeah, cause they're all rooting for me. <laughs> but he, the ball literally lands in, must've hit a rock or a, one of the cement things and tops right back out. Um, but I got my second question. Uh, I'm actually curious about this one. Real curious. You're under, you're an under on that too, right? Oh, four and a half under. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're having to play one, football one. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm screwed. Cause if I, if I, I hope I get the ball. Cause if I have to block, I'm even more screwed. Wait, done. Um, you have four feet to win the masters. Would you rather put it with your wedge or a righty putter? I'd like this question. I th- that's a great, it's a great <laughs> question. Four feet to win the masters. I think I'm going to go righty putter. Okay. I feel like with the nerves, the, the wedge would be really difficult to like, hit middle you know like to center the ball you could just do the straight up whiff and be like 
what did I do? And you're like, what just look back and you yeah. kind of got the Zach Johnson look at 13 where what yeah. is the play here? Yeah, what do I do? Um, so, okay, back to Augusta. That's a great question. Do, what, what, you. Would you, what do you think your answer would be? Uh, lefty putter. I'm pretty good lefty. Okay. Putter. Actually, although I will say that, I lied. I'm gonna if it's if it's for the I'm gonna go with the belly. I do have to belly wedges uh, belly uh, wedge a lot on tour, so I bet you I probably wait, still wait, wait. be. Why do, you, why do you have to do it a lot? Do you miss? Well, a lot I of miss greens? a lot of green. Well, I don't I don't miss them by a lot, but I miss them right in those spots. You're really good at two yards. Yeah, off the I green. don't ever I don't miss a lot of irons too far offline, uh, except if I hit them out of bounds with Sully. But um, when I usually miss a you know a green, it'll just roll right up against color. So the, I get pretty good at this. The, should be your playing lesson with a pro. If you ever do it, just thirty minutes of you bellying wedges. I should because I also used to be super nasty at the toe down putter from the. I the mean, VJ. That, was, that, that that's my best skill in golf. But now I have a putter that doesn't isn't conducive. Oh, I didn't think about that. that. Yeah, you use a, a, a I made mallet. like a fifty footer one time. Did you really? Joe, it was like Joe's favorite thing I could do. <laughs> so you made now, it. You made it in a tournament uh, in college. Yeah, I made it in Pasa Tiempo. I made a. 50 footer on the back of a par three on, on five. It was so, so you would, it was when you were up against the rough, you would yeah, just kind of back down like, toe yeah, it like it's basically did why it. people belly. And now bellying is probably more a better idea, but so I crazy. used to just be really good. So one of the more underrated golf shots in the history of oh, any tournament so golf when VJ, when VJ made that Especially one. Given 16. the moment, I mean, for Eagle. Yeah. So I'm going wedge. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to Augusta, 18 of Augusta. You have a two shot lead. You can only use one club for the entirety of the hole. What club are you picking? Two shot lead. So you need a bogey to win. I need bogey to win. Augusta. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, so I've thought of all these before, obviously, because okay. I've made them up. Uh, I have a couple schools of thought for this. You obviously can't use a wood because that would be right. stupid. Um, but I was thinking, I mean, the, you could the, use a wood. Wait, now you're, now you're, wait, now you're right, at, use a wood. Um, there's not an addendum you're gonna to your lose. game. I hope I'm the one that's two behind you. Cause I just won the masters. Um, I kind of think that you want to club with a lot of uh, lofts because they're easier to, I guess not easier, but those are the ones you practice the bellying with and the putting with. And you could kind of hit, like I thought, like maybe an eight iron and then, pitch another eight iron to your eight iron number where you would most likely hit the green with the third. And then you just have to two putt. It's really, not really a bad smart. idea. It's pretty advanced because thinking. you don't want to chip. Like your idea is not to have to chip. Right. So getting in two with five iron, five iron could work or whatever, but God, I don't that's know if you get there five iron, five iron. That's though. what I was thinking was five iron. I was okay. thinking if I smoke five iron off the tee, I might be able to get on the green with a five. My iron. issue is if you miss the hit it in a bunker with a five iron, you are, you lost. You're, you're pretty, done and then maybe not done but you're in a bad spot you're gonna have a hard time making five yeah that's so that's kind of so you know what i it's funny you talked me out of my decision that you didn't know i was gonna go with into a decision i think i'm gonna go with i think i'm gonna go seven iron and go I think it's the smart and one. hit seven iron hard off the tee because you could power the seven iron but what else you could do is if you hit a if you hit a like say you're just trying to like for me i'm just trying to rip hook a seven iron i'm like aiming it like where bryson hit it yeah he was an am with speed yeah and I'm trying to rip hook it off the left rough or the left trees. Say I have 240, and I'm like, all right, I could if I hit this thing 195 up there on the right side, I could almost bump and run it up you kind could, of the Demarco yeah. line. But I think that's going to be a really hard shot because then you could run it to the back of the green and then be in a real and that'd be a, two, a real bad but you spot. get three putt. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think I'm going to go seven iron. Okay, I, I think like I'm it. going it gives seven. Gives you more options. Here's my question. I wonder. And where's your Augusta yardage book? I wonder how far it is from <laughs> wow. the real low blow from the pro tee. <laughs> To the fairway. Remember that feel good Friday? You just broke me in half. <laughs> what do you think? Because it it's, can't be. It was it's pretty but they don't far. have rough at Augusta. I mean, right? But you've got to be. So the T, the pro, I mean, these pro T's are so. So then I'm back. telling you, then you just pitch it to or get your number to a seven iron number. But like the T goes up and then it goes down and then it kind of comes back up. I'm just making sure that oh, if you I hit seven iron, I don't want to be caught down there in something. That's, but I think you're okay. That's fair. Great I question. I wouldn't know. Love the question. Uh, last question. I stole this from Twitter. 
I manipulate a little bit. 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 15 assists for an entire season in the NBA. You play all 82 games. You get 20 minutes a game. Um, if you do that throughout the whole season, you, get, you accumulate those points, rebounds, and assists. You get $250 million. If you don't, you die. You take it on. Did you not read that one on Twitter this week? No. I still have been mulling it over. I don't think I could do it. Wait, wait. So just say it again. You, get, you have to score over the course of 82 games, 20 minutes a game. The, oh, sorry. The rest of the league does not know about this bet, so they will not help you. Your team won't help you. Like They're playing you like, like they're I'm supposed NBA to. Player. Yeah. Um, now, they might come off you. That's, that's the only point I think I could do with the points part is if they keep coming off me, I could make nine threes in a, in a right. season. Right, shoot some step but level. But still, if I, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't. So 25 points. 15 assists and 10 rebounds accumulated um, $250 million offered to you or you die. Do you take the risk? The assist I think is the easiest. You could honestly probably give me 30 assists and I'll get it. Cause they're so good at shooting the rebounds. The, the rebounds I think is impossible. The, the rebound would be, so here's, here's what you could do. You could cheap. I'd say I'm going to do it. I'd do it. And here's why I'm with you on the points. I mean, I'm playing on the team. They're, they have to play me 20 minutes. It's part of the rule. Yeah. So, and I mean, I can, the points are tough too though. Yeah, right. But you could Damien a few threes and hopefully they go in. <laughs> oh, and man. that would be all you'd practice. You'd be at practice. Half, yeah, half court. You'd yeah. be at practice Riding and you'd be with court. LeBron and AD and all these guys. And you were just, just jacking up half court threes yeah. the entire practice. Yeah. And you would try to get good at that. I would love to know if like in this old like fake world in, of this of this kind of uh, would you rather um, if let's just say they inbound you one time and you just chuck one from half of like the rest of your 20 minutes. They don't pass it to you because they know what you're trying to do. Like that, that would be a small wrinkle. Like and you're, you kind of have to make the first one. You're not going to get the ball back because you're not going to get no. a steal. Yeah. You're not going to get a rebound yeah. in traffic. So you're, though you're not going to touch the, the rebound ball. has to be a long. So the long other thing rebound. I'm going to do is, is that I would right when I got on the team, I would figure out from someone what the coach's favorite stuff is, is if it's favorite bottle of wine, <laughs> anything nice and i would just i would pound that i'd buy him a few bottles and i would always suggest to him hey man i would love to shoot the technical th free throws that's, <laughs> that's that's how i would go with it so hey, i would hey man i know we have jj reddick on the team but this would mean a lot to me my mom's here but that would be I don't my thing die. and i would work on i would work on that craft I, between half court shots and free throws that's all i would do at practice how nervous would you be for the fun to make 25 game 80 82 and Tech, you you somehow convinced not somehow you basically blow uh, on uh, Draymond Green's elbow and he gets a technical foul because he freaks out and coach says all right Bacon you're up and you're like I don't I don't know if I want it. do you know how many times you'd flop do you know how many all, times all you would the time. flop I'd be Patrick Beverly maybe Patrick Beverly has this bet <laughs> this actually makes a lot more sense I don't know Beverly's three looked great this year for like until obviously basketball stopped <laughs> but it was. That was kind Man, of the what a bummer if this happened and then the Corona came and you you just you but I, you didn't I die from Corona you just died because you didn't you didn't get your <laughs> you number begging for the season to come oh, back. Man, I love this thing though. Two hundred and fifty million if you do it. So you basically 82, 82 games. You you have to score if you if you hit any three, you're on a good on, you're on, on you're pace. on trajectory. It's like it's gonna be a long three over tall men. <laughs> there was a guy. There was this kid named Rob that was that I oh, went I know to college Rob. with. You don't know this, Rob. <laughs> and he was six, seven, or six, eight. Have you ever tried to score basketball over oh, a quick guy that's six, seven, or six, eight? Oh, it's literally the least fun thing in the world. 
they because they can be four feet from you and block it every time. <laughs> they're all, they're just like they're eight feet there. It was they're all the with length. just like standing with their arms. It's up. just no fun. Yeah, and fun. so what you're playing, but you're but just so you know, and this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler, but <laughs> Rob not NBA level talent. So <laughs> those guys are going to be quicker and better. That's a great question. Thank you. That that, that was my you, what that would was you my do? segment. Uh, I I don't think I could do the rebounds. I think so you, I could finesse my way into the point somehow, but I I don't think I I don't think I could get 10 rebounds in a season. With like my my point is I could, but I'm not going to take that risk cuz I think that it would be more way 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 more luck than skill at all. It, you'd be the Carmelo though. If you could Carmelo your way in and just <laughs> yell at people that you got that on yeah, your yeah, own yeah. team, that's how you could get it. I don't know if I could yell loud enough for it to get all the way up to their ears. Do you know what's a really weird thing about me besides the other weird stuff you know about me is that when I watch sports, I think about useless stats all Good. the time. When that's guys get for. when guys get useless rebounds or when they don't shoot before the buzzer and shoot right after, I always think about the stat portion of that. Yeah, so that's what's interesting is without sports, I've been watching all these uh, reality TV shows with my lovely wife, and I'm doing it too. I'm just saying how many times, you know, Teresa said like or like <laughs> the B word over the course of an episode, and now that's where well, my stats I, are By going. the way, I like how you edited yourself. I didn't know if we're allowed to swear on no, this No, 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 this is a real positive episode. Cool. No cussing on this episode. No cussing. You're good. All right, last thing we're going to do, we'll make it kind of quick because we're going long, shocking. Honestly, I'm going to say this because we're already long. I don't really care. <laughs> I listened to eight seven podcasts today and i would have loved for a two-hour podcast oh, you're, i thought you were saying you didn't care about what we were about no, to do i just don't care if, if you guys think it's too long or in the quarantine you can stop listening to it yeah so you're, here we go you're a little beast this is so so we've talked we've talked a lot about not golf so this is our <laughs> lone, maybe little, our lone golf, golf portion yeah. of, the, of the podcast i wanted to ask you who you felt was the best player in the history of golf that has won only one and exactly one major title and okay. i'm gonna list just some of the names that that make up this list uh the first person on the list andrew strat 1865 please tell me we're not doing all of no, no 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 no. i'm just going through <laughs> so i I'm, i've got a i list. had him on my fantasy team you did yeah he was he was he was a stud yeah, he was um so travers we met is on the list um as i'm scrolling through uh lawson little Fred Daly, Weisskopf, uh, Weisskopf, Tommy Bolt, Finsterwald, uh, Tony Lima, who I've already mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> wow, he's great getting book. a lot of run today. He's getting, for, getting pretty good. Um, <laughs> Lima's going to have a great uh, day tomorrow. Jer Jerry Pate, Lanny Watkins, as we get a little bit more modern. You said Weisskopf, obviously uh, a, a name to, to talk about here. Larry Mize, uh, Tom Kite, Zinger. It's Corey pretty Pabin. Davis Winning two majors third, is hard. Uh, Mike Weir, Jim Furyk, just one. And then we get into some of the modern guys. And this is, a, I've called this era this for a long time. I feel like this is the era of one-time major winners. You've got, uh, you've got Webb Simpson. You've got Justin Rose. You've obviously got Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Gary Woodland, Molinari. And the last to do it was Shane Lowry last year. Is the last lone guy. because he Your brother, Shane. Shane. A lot of Shanes in that. There was a moment during a broadcast one time where Shane O'Donohue threw it to me interviewing Shane Lowry, and I made a Shane joke and nothing from Lowry. Nothing, really? I said, wow, there's way too many Shanes to be involved in this, and it was just crickets. Wow. And I just, That's just kinda... kept on with the interview. It was a hey, great moment in my career. Uh, we'll find video of that and show it to you. So, What a Shane move. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So uh, I asked our friend, and shout out for all the help, Justin Ray, 15th Club. If you don't <laughs> follow him, he's one of the best followers in all of golf. He's almost always right. <laughs> 
Can we just go ahead? I want yeah. you to get into I, it. I, I read his stat a year or two I don't know, ago. I want you to talk about how much respect you had for him and now where he's at. No, he, he is like, he is my Wikipedia. <laughs> like, everything he says is true, and it usually always is. I go to Tory this year, number eight. I tell Joe, hey, did you know that in all the times Tiger has ever played the eighth hole at Tory Pine South, he's never made a bogey? He said, no way. And I said, yeah, Justin Ray, you know, tweeted about it, and it's always right. And then we go do this watch party, and I'm making jokes about, I brought it up making jokes about how oh, we know he's not going to make a bogey on this one. What did he do? He made a bogey just because it was the playoff of the 08 U.S. Open. And now, you know, my, my entire world is crash, is crumbling in front of me. It was it didn't count because it was a playoff. Unofficial it's, round. That's the most, that is the most important, important round. Yeah. It, it, it's, and uh, again, I'm not. I don't blame Justin. I'm not going to Justin. No. I'm going to I'm whoever going makes that an unofficial stat. <laughs> Silly. So. Outside of that one time he messed up, he's the leader in stats, and you should follow him and check their website all the time. It's awesome. So I asked him for just a little bit of information on this. Who do you think has the most top 10 finishes in major championships of the players that have just one major title? Oh, that's impossible to answer, but I'm going to say... I mean, you, you, you'll... you'll kite. Go. That's the answer. I'm a genius. You're so good. God, I'm 27 top 10s in You gotta be majors. kidding me. That's outside gotta of a pebble win. That's 27 That's up there second. In, in, in Jack Nicholas territory for the seconds and third. Fred Couples, 26, is right there. So Fred was high on my list. Okay. Uh, All-encompassing, Fred Couples is like one of the goats. of like he, he would be on like the extended Mount Rushmore of professional golfers just for what he's done for golf. If, but if, he didn't quite make my favorite. If my the PGA one. Tour played Augusta National 10 times a year, he would have 450 wins. Yeah, his poor back would be so sore. He was back would be really, really <laughs> sore. So top uh, most top five finishes. Kite is second with 16. Zurich is 16. Lloyd Mangrum is first, 17. He is very Lloyd. much in the conversation here. 25 top 10 finishes without one with just one major. If you hear the name Lloyd, do you think of anything other than no, it's a cardigan, but thanks for asking. Yeah, that's always, all I can always, think. always. It's always dumb and dumber. I uh, <laughs> that that's that's one of those names I feel like you, they don't come around a lot. No. So this guy, I wanted to throw this at you cuz he also might have the best golf nickname of all time. Lloyd's nickname, Mr. Icicle. Yeah, that's that's sick. That's sick. Unbelievable. Is it because he was ice cold or uh, known for his smooth swing and relaxed demeanor on the course? Maybe you should be. So Mr. he's like Henrik Iceman. What if you were Mr. Icicle too? Yeah. You need a golf nickname. Yeah, I could take a golf nickname. You're okay with that? Yeah. People pretty much have lately have just been calling me uh, the Yeti or whatever. <laughs> so Some he won. Gorilla. So, so Lloyd won the 46 U.S. Open in a playoff. God, I was grinded that one too. We, lo we love playoffs. He shot rounds of. So is this your pick? No, no, no. <laughs> I've never seen anybody dive more 74, into, into 70, Lloyd 68, 72, three-way playoff, and he beat the likes. Excuse me. Shane is on a wormhole on the internet right now, and he can't get out of it. 36-hole playoff. <laughs> oh, that's my nightmare. They had a 36-hole Monday nightmare. playoff. Unreal. We will not be rebroadcasting he shot that. He shot 72-72. <laughs> He shot even par. Same scores when he woke up in the morning. He played 36 holes, including Byron Nelson battling it out. Beat both guys by one to win even his lone major title. Even Lloyd doesn't speak this emphatically about his own. He doesn't even talk about win. this. <laughs> Who's imagine that? Uh, do you want me to give you my pick? Because I got a couple more things. Most PGA. <laughs> if there's anything more uh, on most, Lloyd, most, I'm going to lose By the way, it. guess who has the most PGA Tour wins with exactly one major? Uh, spoiler alert, it's Mr. Icicle. <laughs> Is it really? 36. <laughs> 
36 titles. I'm going to start calling you Lloyd. I'm okay. I would be okay with Lloyd or Mr. Icicle. <laughs> uh, on the list, by the way, most PGA Tour wins on the list, who's currently obviously on tour, Dustin Johnson with 20. Pretty impressive. Yeah. 16 back of our boy Lloyd. Dustin could one <laughs> your day boy, possibly be your Mr. Boy. Do not pull me Mr. Icicle. You, you know what? Let's go with yours, Mr. Icicle, too. All right, so danced around a lot of this. Oh, Lacey's grandpa's name is Lloyd. It's a great noise. Great you, name. Do me a favor. Let's find out the nickname. <laughs> um, so danced around this for a while. Uh, when you said, obviously, Dustin Johnson before, I thought that, that was actually not obvious at all. I think that we all assume he has at least two. So that was high up on my list. JT, uh, I am almost positive he will win another one. I think as long as we can go play golf at some point after this virus, he will win a second one. Gotcha. So I wanted to pick him, but I think it's it's kind of it's a, it's a bad pick. Um, my pick is Dustin. If wow. he doesn't win, it hold on. If he doesn't win another one, if he never won another one, well, that he would. Have, that's what how he. That's how he'd stay on the list. I know, but I'm just saying. I I don't. I think he's going to win another one. So for that reason, I'm picking David Duvall. I think David Duvall. This is a bit of recency bias. I don't know Lloyd Mangrum. Shane obviously grew up idolizing him. Uh, maybe played with him <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but David Duvall in the toughest era in all of golf. It's essentially what VJ did. He 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 stood up to Tiger. He won a, a a major. Obviously in that in that time frame, he got to world number one in that time frame. He was one of the most consistent golfers uh, that I can ever remember. Um, obviously his career got cut a little short from for whatever reason. But I would say for that span of time, not a lot of people have have done what he's done and that he has one of the most remarkable final rounds or the most remarkable final round of all time. Well, it's you know what? The the argument now, I mean, just just some Duvall stats real quick. He had uh, he won 13 times on the PGA Tour, you know, including his lone major. He won a Japanese tour event. He won a couple times on the Corn Ferry Four other random ones. He had a stretch from nine. Now, now this is the thing. This is Max's point that he's making, which I believe you're making from 98 to 01 when you think about that time period tiger was just changing yeah, think the about swing. what 2000 was <laughs> right and and tiger was changing his swing in the 99 of course he wins that wins that pga late 99 his first major since you know forever ago 97 and but during that time duvall t second t six t third second four straight masters yeah really when you look at 98 and Omira birdie in 17 and 18. Duvall has to. Yeah, and if you, you look, look at oh one, that he was all in that, and, and just Tiger just played out of his just, mind. Just beat him. He 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 had three straight top tens in U.S. Opens during that stretch. He of course won that Open Championship. Played well. Fi- played fine at the PGA. And then of course, the most random, maybe one of the more random fi- weeks ever in major championship history was that oh nine U.S. Open. Yeah, remember at Beth Page Glover where just all of a sudden him. he was there. He was Ricky Barnes was. Was in the conversation. David Duvall was a big part of the win at uh, Brookline. The Ryder huge Cup part. Win. I'm just I'm saying I I I understand this is an all encompassing thing, but he he played in what is widely considered the toughest time to play in the height of someone who is essentially Superman. Uh, he didn't back down at all. I I can say guess the knock on this pick would be that he didn't do it for long enough. But to me, to me. I, I don't look at it like that. I just look at the, that span of golf. I, I would say that he, if you could take transport him from one period to some like Lloyd Mangrum's best time, I feel like I would take like just Duval stands up to everybody for with I'm one. Just, win. I mean, just seems a little like you're dissing Lloyd, but it's fine. I'm, I'm not. Uh, never. By the way, nobody named Lloyd has ever finished second to David Duval. As I have his page pulled up, he won three times in '97. He won four times in '98. 
four times in 99. He won in 2000, then he won the, the Open in He's 2001. Sick. Including so you, the players, including including the Tour Championship. Good pick. You thank know, you. Not, not, I'll say, not a pick I thought you were going to go with, but I think it's a good argument to be made. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? So I texted Paul Azinger, who's on the list, right? One major title. And I said, who would you pick in this thing? And he said, without a doubt, it'd be Tom Kite. Yeah, I mean, listening to the stats, that makes a lot of sense. So, so Tom Kite was just an unreal, unreal player during that time. For him to only have the one major was surprising, especially when you dive into how well he played in certain things. But let me just read real quick to you the run Lloyd had in the Masters. <laughs> Okay, just real quick. Just so, want to throw this out there. Who no, did you I, pick? Did you pick Tom or you pick Lloyd? I'm, I'm just I'm not getting to my pick. You have to just pick yet. Lloyd. Uh, just one second. Let me just let me just read this to you. This is this, this is, is a Lloyd. Four hour podcast and two hours are about Lloyd Mangrum. All right. So from nineteen forty seven to nineteen fifty six. Isn't that when the Nazis his, no, ended? no, no, no. That wasn't that was that was that was late. That was earlier. He did Lloyd his last it? his worst finish at the Masters from forty seven to 56 was tie eighth. How many, who else played? I, I shouldn't ask that, but then we're going to get into that. From 19, <laughs> Never mind, it's amazing. From 1950 to 1954, five straight years, <laughs> he didn't finish outside the top 10 of the Masters or the U.S. Open. Dude was a stud. And this is after his win, of course, in the 36-hole playoff I mentioned in 46. Oh, man. I mean, this is like right off of World War II. I'm going Tom Kite. That's my pick. Oh my God. Lloyd is, <laughs> Lloyd is right there. I'm going with Tom Kite. I believe he's the answer. Lloyd, I tried hard to make the, the make the point for Mr. Icicle. It, it did it didn't work. The dude's from Texas. Trenton, Texas. Just uh, <laughs> just just, you know, I mean, he was a runner up in three majors, third and six majors was Lloyd, but I'm gonna go. With Tom Kite. And that is your one-time major winner. And you're going with Duvall. And the reason you're going with Duvall is because you think and believe that Dustin will win a second. And JT. And JT. Yeah. Modern buy is a little. Oh, super. And I've also fortunately gotten to play with them. Do you um, do you so remember? It's like I know how like they're they're amazing. I know. But I'm, it's unfair because if they have more of their career to go, like it's, it's they would be well off there. the list. So right. it's kind of an unfair. If if uh when when you when do you like I know ninety seven you've always talked to kind of like your first golfing memory watching did you watch golf when you were a kid yeah did yeah you watch yeah. like random golf tournaments and stuff oh yeah yeah I remember watching uh, like a few majors uh, we would go to the Riviera tournament every year okay uh, my family and I so my dad and I so that that was always uh, so yeah I watched golf my favorite golfer back in the day besides Tiger was like Payne Stewart was ever like a, a guy like. Or was the guy and um but yeah i remember watching that us open uh pinehurst and the one prior at olympic club um but yeah i mean it's funny if i see it come up somehow on like youtube now I'll be like oh yeah like i do remember watching that but sure it's it's pretty fuzzy i mean even i just rewatched the lakers blazers game when they make the crazy comeback with the alley open i didn't remember a lot of that game like most of the game honestly well it's just i mean that, how long ago was that yeah but the, but i'm just saying like i i watched all Laker games. Like, so it's just like, it's all fuzzy. So, so one of my first, you talked about Duvall, one of my first memories of, of like sitting down and really getting into golf as I got into it fairly late was when Duvall won at Sawgrass. I, yeah. I remember where I was. I remember watching it. I remember thinking I didn't, I, I mean, Tiger was still pretty early in his career, but we'd seen how dominant oh, Tiger yeah. could be. And this guy was, to your point, he was ice 
effing cold. Yeah, and he had the nicest golf swing. I mean, it was just like he had the Annika head, you know, release, and he had like the best exit ever. He was like low left before people exited low left. Like he was, he was a machine. And I, he was really good in college too. That usually, if somebody's like, that's like a Justin thing and a and a Jordan thing and a and a Dustin thing. Uh, as we're on that topic, like great in college, and then as we were talking about college basketball, then their first year they're really good, and second year they're really good. And you're like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be here forever, like, right? More Kawa and Wolf and all these kids. Like, there's a that there's a sign. Like, there's no flash in the pan here at all. Like, they're just gonna do this forever because they've been doing it forever, and that's how that's how Duval I thought would be. Obviously, um, for whatever reason, just kind of lost it late in his career. Yeah, this a, a guy, one of the guys I work with, always says this when I've run into people that are in their 40s and they're a zero handicapper they maybe they're a plus one or plus two and they can go out and shoot 68 on you know phoenix country club or dobson ranch or wherever and sometimes you'll hear him say that when i turn 50 i'm oh, considering yeah. giving the, the champions tour run and I, I can't i think it was curtis that said i told him that story one time and he goes if we could beat you when we were juniors <laughs> and we could beat you when we were pros we're gonna beat you when you turn 50. i love that and it's so true it's perfect it's because again they've been good for this long for a reason yeah it's like when people say if i just uh really practice really hard for the next <laughs> two months i could play like on the pg tour or whatever something like that and i'm like well we also are practicing right we do the same months, so and i've been doing this for now 20 yeah. and I have, a, I have a good i have i feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. with a million people around but i like when they believe that they're I, the I, fun they ones to, to play against uh this was fun just a reminder a quick reminder that if you want to help out food banks around the country We've got Get a Grip stickers. $5 or more if you donate it. You Post send, the receipt. What's that? We need the receipt. We need the receipt just to make sure. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, we believe you. We trust in all of you out eh, there. I'm iffy. Okay. We're 50-50 on it. Trust me. <laughs> we'll be a little bit higher if you actually send this in. True. Send it to at Get a Grip Pod on Instagram and your address and name and all that stuff. And we'll send it. I'll send you a sticker literally the next day. And then the things get very, very interesting. We have hats. And we have $2,500 donation. Shave Max's arms. <laughs> so we, what do we say? 75 for a hat? 75 for a hat. 100, 150 for a haiku for limerick. A haiku limerick. That's going to be a popular one. <laughs> and then 2,500 big ones. You're pretty the, smart. Do you remember how haikus or limericks were? Uh, forget limerick. Haiku was 575. Nice. And it was usually supposed to be out in nature. I'm really impressed by you Thanks. right now. Limerick was it's five three, lines. Seven. And I think the what is it? The first and the second and third rhyme with the fifth or something. Sure. And it's five. It's like five five seven. I don't know something like that. Sure. Uh, we'll we'll like, Google it and I'll be for for sure to read it. <laughs> but uh, do that and let us know on Instagram. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, anything you got going on? Uh, no, I'm just hungry down a little more. <laughs> Lloyd Mangrum. <laughs> I don't think I got my fill tonight. <laughs> I'm going to find a book and buy that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we much. appreciate you guys listening. Uh, rate and review it if you can. Follow us on social media. I'm at Shane Bacon. Max is at MaxHoma23 and Max.Homa on Instagram. And uh, yeah, be safe. Be smart. Don't be an idiot. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Wash your hands. Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.